0: It's 11 o'clock. I'm Steve Dunthorne. Tonight's headlines. Government advisors give the thumbs up to the BioNTech vaccine for the SAR. New COVID-19 cases hit a one month high as the Yamate cluster grows. And taxpayers will stump up billions of dollars for an Ocean Park revamp. The government's advisory panel on Covid vaccines has unanimously recommended the use of BioNTech jabs in the SAR, saying the benefits outweigh any risks. The panel's convener, Wallace Lau, dismissed suggestions that they gave the go-ahead prematurely and stressed that experts will monitor any side effects. He says they're also seeking information on the deaths of elderly people after receiving jabs in Norway and Germany.
1: We actually reported 29 deaths and out of the 29 deaths, 13 so far as reported actually have been suggested to be probably related to the vaccine. We still need more information and more data on the causes of death of these 13 persons. We understand that they were all elderly. We understand that, that they had multiple different medical conditions. Uh, we need to know whether the deaths actually was related to the underlying problem or to the vaccine.
0: Health authorities still have to formally approve the vaccine for emergency use. The first jabs are due to arrive next month. The number of new coronavirus cases in Hong Kong has hit a one-month high, reaching triple digits, and as Richard Pine reports, more infections were reported from heart areas of Yamatai and Jordan.
2: Health authorities reported 107 new infections. 102 are locally acquired, including a family of eight. 42 patients contracted the virus via unknown sources. Dr. shik of the Centre for Health Protection said 28 of the latest cases came from buildings in Yaomate and Jordan that are now under a mandatory coronavirus testing order. Residents of seven more buildings in the area, on Shanghai Street, Reclamation Street, Temple Street, Canton Road and Battery Street, are ordered to undergo mandatory testing after cases were reported from their blocks. Dr. Chuang has now warned of an exponential rise in cases.
1: There are still quite significant silent transmission in the community, especially in the Yamate area.
2: Dr. Chuang also said that based on their data, more than a quarter of some 600 COVID patients recorded since early January are of South Asian descent, and many of them live in Yamate.
0: But an infectious diseases expert from the University of Hong Kong, Professor Ivan Hung, says if rigorous contact tracing proves effective, this outbreak could be contained within days.
2: I think apart from this small so-called community outbreak in general, the fourth way has been under control uh, in the general community. So um, I think this is probably a small spike. Uh, and hopefully once we are able to contact trace these people, we will be able to contain the, uh, the fog wave uh, within the next few days."
0: Health authorities also ordered a partial evacuation of a public housing block in Chai Wan after around 10 residents from five flats tested positive for the coronavirus. After inspecting the block at the Fenghua Estate, University of Hong Kong microbiologist Yoon Kwok-yung said he suspected the virus travelled down from a 12th floor flat. All flats facing the same way will be evacuated. The government is proposing a radical overhaul of Ocean Park that will effectively end its life as a traditional theme park. A developer will take over the zone by the MTR station to convert it into a shopping, dining and retail area with no entrance fee. The park will also move away from the thrill rides to focus on conservation and education. To fund this transition, the government's planning to pump as much as $2.3 billion into the park over the next six years and waive millions more in interest payments for $5.4 billion of loans. The Secretary for Commerce and Economic Development, Edward Yao, insists the park is worth it. Ocean Park is more than a theme park. It's more than roller coaster. But um, the
3: ingredients that we are going to uh, sort of rejuvenate or bring in new elements are some of the uh, unleashed potential actually equipped by the park. The ideas that being put forward will definitely be better than this status quo.
0: A former chairman of Ocean Park, Alan Zeman, believes Hong Kong people will love the revamped park
3: south the mainland it's still a lot of people uh, and especially if a lot of it is free and pays you go listen there's not that much to do in in you know on on the weekends or when people aren't working and for families through the weekdays you know so i think i think having another area where you can go times are tough in hong kong right now you know and so i think hong kong needs something to cheer them up
0: you're tuned to RTHK the time is just gone 5 minutes past 11 Civil service unions say there's concern within their ranks about the implications of a new declaration they'll need to sign in order to stay in their jobs. They want more detailed explanations from the administration on exactly what will be considered a breach of the declaration and therefore grounds for sacking. Candace Wong reports.
1: The chairman of the Federation of Civil Service Unions, Lung Chao Ting, says a few members have already told him they're not going to sign the binding declaration, which states they'll uphold the basic law, pledge allegiance to the SAR, be dedicated to their duties and be responsible to the government. According to a civil service bureau circular issued last week, they'll face dismissal unless they change their minds. Mr Lung says only a small number have indicated they'll refuse to make the pledge but others have raised concerns about it. He wants the government to provide further explanations and the civil service bureau to brief departments on the matter. The civil service secretary Patrick Nip was asked whether civil servants would still be able to take part in peaceful assemblies. Except for certain categories of civil servants coming from a certain grades. The others uh, are basically can join peaceful protests or demonstrations to express the views because they're such individuals, they have such a right. But of course in exercising these, make sure that it's peaceful, it's lawful, just to make sure that there will not be uh, some conflicts between their role as an individual citizens and their role as a civil servants. The minister was earlier asked by lawmakers if it would be acceptable to take interviews from anti-China media. If you're talking about media that oppose China, he said, then that should be very clear, the answer should be clear enough. He repeated his answer was clear enough when asked if RTHK or the Epoch Times could be considered anti-China. A man
0: who claimed to be a voluntary first aider has been sentenced to four years in prison and fined $5,000 for rioting in relation to a protest in Causeway Bay in 2019. Cecil Wong reports.
1: The district court had earlier found Chan Cho-ho guilty of rioting and possessing an unlicensed radio communication device during the incident on August the 31st. In sentencing, Judge Frankie Yu said the riot that took place on the day involved more than 300 people and lasted for around half an hour. He noted that some molotov of cocktails had been thrown at the scene. The judge said he did not believe that Chan, who was in his 20s, was there as a voluntary first aider as he claimed. The judge said Chen had been wearing protest gear and tried to run away from the police while a companion had attempted to attack officers. The court earlier cleared six other defendants in the case of rioting.
0: Beijing has decided to impose sanctions on US officials, lawmakers and personnel at non-governmental organisations over what the foreign ministry called their nasty behaviour regarding Hong Kong. It follows Washington's move to single out six Hong Kong and mainland officials over the arrests of more than 50 pro-democracy figures this month over last year's LegCo primaries. The Foreign Ministry said U.S. officials faced sanctions over Taiwan, too, after Washington began lifting curbs on exchanges between U.S. and Taiwanese officials. Richard Pine has details.
2: Beijing had already condemned the U.S. move, which was announced by Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, with only a few more days to go until the end of Donald Trump's presidency. Adding to China's anger was a conversation between the U.S. ambassador to the United Nations Kelly Craft and Taiwan President Tsai Ing-wen following the decision to call off a planned trip to Taipei. Asked at a daily news briefing how Beijing would follow through on its pledge to make the United States pay a heavy price for its engagements with Taiwan, ministry spokeswoman Hua Chunying said some U.S. officials would face sanctions. She did not elaborate. Last year, China unveiled sanctions on 11 U.S. citizens, including Republican Party lawmakers, after Washington had imposed sanctions on Hong Kong and mainland officials accused of curtailing political freedom in the SAR. It's previously announced sanctions on U.S. companies selling weapons to Taiwan, though it has not been clear how or if they were enforced. Taiwan is considered the most important and sensitive issue in China's relationship with the United States. It's responded to increased U.S. support for Taiwan by stepping up military activity near the island, with its air force flying nearby.
0: More now on COVID-19, and the head of the World Health Organization has said the world is on the verge of a catastrophic moral failure over the way vaccines are being shared out. Speaking at the WHO's executive board meeting, Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus said this would lead to hoarding, delay the delivery of vaccines, and prolong the pandemic.
1: Not only does this me-first approach leave the world's poorest and most vulnerable people at risk, it's also self-defeating. Vaccine equity is not just a moral imperative,
0: it is a strategic and economic imperative. Israel has revealed that it's sharing huge amounts of data with the Covid vaccine-making firm Pfizer. From Jerusalem, here's the BBC's Tom Bateman.
2: Israel is still racing ahead in vaccine delivery. More than two million people have had at least one jab, accounting for around a quarter of the population. It's released a section of its contract with Pfizer. Parts of the text are blacked out, but it shows how Israel has effectively become a real-time results dashboard for the drug maker. The contract says its goal is to see what proportion of Israel's population needs to be vaccinated to achieve so-called herd immunity.
0: Australia has said it could keep its external borders closed for the rest of the year because of the coronavirus. The BBC's Phil Mercer reports from Sydney.
2: Australia closed its international borders to foreign travellers in March. It's been a key part of the nation's COVID-19 strategy. Airlines had hoped overseas travel would resume as early as July, but that's unlikely according to Brendan Murphy. The senior health official believes Australia must remain a fortress for the rest of the year. Citizens and permanent residents can return home, but Australians wanting to head overseas must have government permission.
0: A group of seafood exporters have staged a protest near the residence of the British Prime Minister to complain about problems reaching their markets in Europe since Britain left the EU. The exporters of shellfish say their profits have fallen while red tape has increased since the Brexit process was completed on January the 1st, hampering their businesses. The BBC's John McManus is there.
2: They say the deal that's been negotiated between the European Commission and the British government has really affected them badly. There have been reports all month of uh, firms that have been unable to sell their seafood into Europe. They say it's sitting, rotting, while their customers in mainland Europe are waiting to buy it and unable to do that.
0: A judge in Moscow has ruled that the Russian opposition activist Alexei Navalny must stay in custody for at least 30 days. A hearing next week will determine whether he is to complete a three and a half year prison sentence for alleged embezzlement. New economic figures from the mainland show that it grew at its slowest pace last year in more than four decades because of the pandemic. But the annual growth rate of 2.3% surpassed most analysts' predictions. It means the mainland is expected to be the only major global economy to have expanded in 2020. A spokesman for the National Bureau of Statistics, Ning Jizhi, said the increase in GDP GDP, was due to the country's response to the pandemic.
1: The year
2: 2020
1: is extraordinary in the history of the People's Republic of China, facing A challenging complex domestic and international circumstances, particularly COVID-19, under the firm leadership of the CPC Central Committee with Comrade Xi Jinping at its core, different regions and departments have put people's lives front and center.
0: In sport, cricket, England have won the first test against Sri Lanka. Batsmen Johnny Burstow and Dan Lawrence saw the Taurus over the line to secure a seven-wicket win. Captain Joe Root was named man of the match for his first inning score of 228.
2: We're very aware that we're going to have to keep looking to get better, and that we're not. You know, this is not the, the finished article in these conditions, and that things will get tougher as this talk moves forward. So. Uh, as long as we keep that attitude of looking to improve, looking to build on this, and the more cricket we play, knowing that we will get better, I think we'll put ourselves in a really good position to, to build on, on what is a very nice start now.
0: The Australian authorities said there'll be no special treatment for tennis players after four more people connected with the Open tested positive for COVID-19. In all, nine cases have been registered. The state premier of Victoria, Daniel Andrews, said local rules needed to be followed and would not be changed. I know there's been a bit of, bit of chatter from a number of players about the rules. Well, the rules apply to them as they apply to everybody else, and they are all briefed on that before they came, and that was a condition on which they came. So, when, there's no special treatment here. People are being treated because the virus doesn't, doesn't treat you specially. So neither do we. A reminder of our top stories tonight. Government advisers give the thumbs up to the BioNTech, BioNTech vaccine for the SAR. New COVID nineteen cases hit a one month high as the Yamate cluster gl- grows, and taxpayers will stump up billions for an ocean park revamp. The news from RTHK.
1: Amid the epidemic, thanks to all for being self-disciplined to protect yourselves and others.
2: Thanks for keeping up personal and environmental hygiene and contributing to fighting the virus. We must take further steps. Keep track of your whereabouts. If you are sick, don't go to work or school. See the doctor and get tested promptly. We will prevail over the epidemic. Visit coronavirus.gov.hk for details. Fight Fight the the virus. virus. Stay Stay vigilant. vigilant.
3: Radio 3. Weather. Uh, RTHK. Radio 3. Learn something new every day. The new thing, of course, is how there's no more news around. Simon Wilson playing a sort of ballads and easy listening take you all the way through till one. Theme from Tootsie. Baby.